If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. It's your girl Martina Marie. It's d and it's Carl Crop for CEO of 1501. And we just jumped off the porch. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I don't know what you use, but take a shot for me. No, no. Shotty, put your phone down, you know people watching me. All right, so we got Martina Marie, D-Raw, and Carl Crawford, the 1501 certified, jumping off the porch with us today. Yes, sir. How are you guys feeling today? Good. This okay. is exciting. Yeah, I was going to say, I see you guys been working out here in Atlanta, man. Yeah. What have you guys been up to? Where you guys been networking at and doing everything? We did, uh, we did probably like over like 10 interviews, 15 interviews. But the main spot, we been like been to like the uh, clubs and shit. I think we went to Aurora. Nigga be saying Aurora. We went to Smokehouse. Uh, yeah. We did a couple like um, media runs, events and stuff. Uh, yeah. Man, we've been a lot of places. Studio sessions, Pat Torres, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, so I worked we with Jazzy Faye yesterday. Did you really? Yeah, the legend. Live. That, that was live. Nice. Yeah. What was that experience like? It was uh, it was fun. It was fun because he he bring that energy into the booth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, building with him was just, it was just a good experience yeah. because you know, and it was my first time working with somebody like actually in the industry okay. in the studio. So, and he's hilarious too. He's so funny. Like, yeah, I want to work with him again. Yeah. And I got to talk to Too Short too. Oh damn! Yeah, so yeah, it was a, it was a legendary night for me. So that's dope yeah. right there. Yep, some memorable moments in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, that's what's good. Yeah. All right, so how you guys feeling about 2022? It's a brand new year. Looks like you guys are off to a strong start though. Yeah, yeah, we excited. Shit, um, we got some, we got a lot of the music coming. Uh, I come out with like a little project this year. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we excited. We can pull on the gas, all that shit. For sure. Well, I'm pushing my dad, my sing, my single daddy. So um, that's what we're doing for the beginning of the year. I got an EP coming out on Valentine's Day, so I'm super excited about that. So it's like my first little project to give y'all some more what I can do other than what I do have out and what I'm pushing. Um, you know, I'm gonna still be on social media, turning it up, doing my freestyles, kind of just making it more a little artsy, creative, something to look at. You know, so. I got a lot in store for everybody. A lot of shocks, a lot of surprises. There so, you go. Yeah. And Carl, I've seen one as a whole. We just, you know, we got different artists coming up, new artists that you've been looking out for, artists that we already had, plus with D-Raw and Martina pushing their new music. Uh, one of my artists right there, Smoothie back there. Y'all gonna be Big seeing time. him on the show here in a little bit. And, uh, you know, we just got a bunch of uh, new little flavors coming y'all way. Yeah. Yep. Definitely a lot going for you guys. Oh, yeah. I say, know. I always mm-hmm. see you, Carl. You on the move, man. Oh, yeah, you guys man. everywhere. You stay moving, man. You know, ever since I hit, was here the last time, it's been nonstop work since the day I was sitting on here the last time. You yeah. Know? yeah, I love to see the progression, yeah. too, man. Yeah. I feel like we really going to be like the new young money, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I ain't sad. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we got a squad. 
Okay. I'm excited. I like working with these people. Yeah. So they're like my brothers. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, D-Raw, man, let's get to know you, man. You originally from Houston? You a Houston native? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what part of the city are you from? Southside. Okay. Southside, Houston. Uh, I did a lot of moving around, too. I stayed in North Carolina before I stayed. Oh, really? In North before, so yeah. But back in Houston now? Yeah. Okay. Back in yeah. So what was your childhood like? Like what were you into as a kid growing up? Uh I ain't gonna lie, I used to fuck around with basketball and shit like that. Uh just being around, you know, just being outside a lot and all that fucking around my uh, partners and shit. But I was really, you know, that chill nigga for the most part, that cool, funny nigga for the most part. So you know. I got you. How'd you get into making music? Uh, my stepdad at the time, he was doing music. Hmm. And, um, I used to be around and shit so much. Like, he'll bring me around, like, the older people and shit, like, the studios. I just jumped in, I just jumped in at, like, 13, just was like, fuck it, let me try, you know, because I used to freestyle on my friends and shit. So I got in there and I blew, like, everybody in that bitch away. Like, they all older than me. They fucked around and said I was rapping better than uh, him at the time. So I was like, fuck it. And I dropped that song on uh, SoundCloud. And okay. I seen like a thousand listeners in a day. At 13, that's a lot to me. I mean, I oh, feel like, right I there. like a million. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to do it. And um, I want to say around like when I was 17, uh, I was going hard until 17, you know. Uh, my granny passed away. So I had just stopped all of it and just had moved to, uh, with my uncle and shit. And like one day while I was out there, I want to say like four in the morning, five in the morning. Someone just like listen to your, you know, your old music, see if you still wanna do it. So I did it. And it down there like fucked me up. So I'm like, okay, I'm finna go back to Houston, just go hard. So I went hard to the point where I didn't even end up uh, going to school my senior year. I just played everything into like the music. Oh yeah. You know, my mom wasn't fucking with that. I was gonna ask, what did she think about that? Nah, she wasn't fucking with that. But when she seen like the progress and then we, when we was at that table signing, it just changed like, now she see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, yeah, that's how, that's okay. how I got here. So how you like being a, you know, an artist, entertainer, kind of, you yeah. know, being I mean, spotted I, out in public. I'm so down like to earth, I don't really feel like it hit me at all the way. It be hit me sometimes when we hit the club, they be like, you know what I'm saying? Every Sorry. night, but then you kind of get used to it. Um, but I don't think it hit me all the way yet, you know? Yeah. I'm just going through the Okay. Who were some of your favorite artists you grew up listening to then? Lil Wayne. Yeah, Lil Wayne. Who um, That's the nigga I was dealing with the most for real though, but I don't wanna, let me see. Put the ground with Drake, Plies. Um, let me see. I just listen to a whole bunch of different shit for real. Yeah. What's the meaning behind the name D-Raw? How'd you get that? Or someone give it to you? Came up with it yourself? Or? Nah, somebody gave it to me. Well, the first initial of my, uh, the first letter of my name was D. So I just took that and they just added like the raw. But I, I took it and branded it as, you know what I'm saying? Just being myself, just being me at all, all times and shit. Okay, I got you. And Martina, you from Toledo? I'm from Toledo. Hi, okay. the mud, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. So I've only had a few people from Toledo sit on this porch. So kind of just talk about, like, what, what's it to do out there? What's life like? What's the culture like in Toledo? It ain't like? nothing to do out there. <laughs> That's why I left. Nah, really? for real. Um, man, Toledo is just a whole place. I feel like it's a... Um, it's still a part of me because, it, you know, it gave me that tough skin. and made me have, you know, who I am, that Midwest 
but it's just, you know, I left young because there's just no opportunity there. Everybody either working at the plant or they in school to be a nurse, you know what I'm saying? It was just, you was really settling in that city for a lot of stuff, but um, I just wanted more for myself. Definitely wanna, wanted to just kind of like, you know, Ranch out, and uh, that's why I came to Houston, because I okay. had family down there, so yeah. But Toledo, that's, uh, that's a crazy place. <laughs> <laughs> that's a crazy place, man. For real, it's like a mini Detroit. Really? For real. It's like Detroit, Chicago, all that. Like, it's crazy. But I love my city, though. Shout out to Toledo. Y'all made me who I am. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. was it an easy transition for you moving down to Houston? Were you prepared for that? You know, that's one of the biggest cities in, in I America. I was comfortable. Because um, I was with my family, my mom, my dad, my aunties, you know, I didn't just come by myself. So I feel more comfortable moving like that. So in um, place I wasn't really in the music then. I was doing my singing and stuff on YouTube and okay. uploading my videos still. But actually getting in the booth and moving with the career, I wasn't thinking about that. Hmm. You know, I'm a mom, so I, I had my daughter and I was in, um, I was a CNA. So I'm moving in the medical field and then I went to nursing school. So. Yeah, it was a. Uh, I was just moving. I was just going with the flow with life for what I felt like was enough for me at the time, you know. Yeah. So yeah. How long have you been singing? Was it something you started when you were a kid, or? Yeah. Um. Honestly, I would like kind of listen to my mom singing in the shower and stuff, and you know, I would just always be listening to like Keisha Cole and Carrie Hilson, Beyonce, and just different artists and stuff. And so I always felt like I had that that soul in me and I would watch my mom and dad like slow dancing in the living room that like slow songs and stuff so you know um yeah that's where it really came from and just watching stars on tv watching the BT awards and like stuff like that it just made me kind of want to do it you know but I would just never had the confidence so hmm. I never did it yeah how old were you when you realized oh shit I'm actually really good at this <laughs> um in high I was in high school I started up on like singing videos to YouTube like I said I was sitting in my dorm I was like 17 sitting in my dorm singing like his eyes on the sparrow and uh fucking Keisha Cole. Um Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Uh uh Alicia Keys, I was just upload all them videos on YouTube and like my views was going up, it was, it was cute. Maybe like a couple thousand. Okay. So um, I was like, man. But I still wasn't confident, so I just didn't do it. You know, I just still didn't do it. But uh, in 2016, I went viral. Uh, I put my, um, I did that So Gone cover by Monica. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and that, that kind of took off. We did 100K, and then I did a part two that did over 100K, and so I was like, yeah, I'm about to be a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of how it went. Were you prepared for, uh, you know, that video going viral and all I the attention not. that came with it? If you watch that video today, you'll be like, I mean, in my opinion, I was just like, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why it went viral, but it went viral. But I guess what I was saying. A lot I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. A lot of women could relate to it, and it was more like poetry. You know what I'm saying? So, um, 
Yeah, I was not prepared. I just threw it on the internet and I did it for my city. You know what I'm saying? Cause face, it was on Facebook. You know, Facebook is more of like a local app for me. Yeah. It's like everybody in your hometown, you know what I'm saying? You see the same people on your timeline. And so I just threw it out there for them, but it went viral. Mm. And I just kept doing them. I stayed consistent with it. I took it to IG. And then you got people like Jill Scott and they reposting and Missy Elliott and you know, Hitmaker and it's just going and going. Seven Streeter and just different artists, Queen Naja. And the rest is history. What's your reaction when you see like a, a major celebrity, someone you probably grew up listening to reposting your music? Then? Yeah, it was crazy. I'm shaking. Think about it. Like for <laughs> real, it was crazy. I didn't know what to say. I was just like, I'm one of the people. Like I try to stay as humble as possible, and you know, that's just how it was. Even though I felt like everybody looking at me like, oh, you 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 a celebrity? Or like, and I'm like, no, I'm not. Like I'm still broke. I'm clocking in. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> It was different, but, you know, definitely grateful because, you know, just to have that stamp from people who've been in the game doing it, that's, that's had a fire, yeah, yeah, you know. So how was that transition going from just doing the freestyle videos to actually hitting the studio and recording, like, original it's, songs? So this is a big difference. It's a big difference. Even your voice, how you project, how you just deliver is different. Like, you can hear yourself a certain way in a booth. And when, once you get in that mode, you might say some shit a way you never said it originally, you know, in real life. So um, it was a big difference, but definitely therapeutic. So that's why I kept doing it. Like the more I did it and the more songs I made, it's like the better I got. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if you hear the very first song I ever recorded, <laughs> you laugh. And a lot of artists say that, like, I hate my first few songs. Because yeah, yeah. when you think oh, about the, how much you grow as an artist, it's yeah. like, yeah, that's just yeah. trash. So yeah, yeah, it was different, but definitely um, changed my life. So yeah, shout out to Roach because he the one who got me in the lab. That was my producer in Ohio. Okay. So yeah, yeah. for sure. So Carl, how'd you discover him? What, what, what did you see in these artists that made you want to sign? It's, it's always uh, pretty much the same thing with me. The internet, uh, scroll down, you see something that you like, it makes you, you know what I'm saying. You know, you consistently scrolling and. Uh, you can figure out a way to stop stop that thumb, then you know it must be something else. So I just um, checked into both of them once I looked into it. I actually saw her song on um, my lives I used to do at, at night in okay. the studio. Yeah, so I used to let artists come and play music and on my live, and if I like it, you know, I actually found the Busted record with Erica, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And it was actually probably like the same week they both was like, it might have been like the same day, you know what I'm saying? They both played their music on my um, live, and oh, wow. her song was on B, so I didn't really kind of know what to do with it at the time. So that's why I ended up going with the Busted song. So, um, but I always knew that I would like to come back to it at some point. Yeah. So, uh, and, and that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what did you see in D. Raw, man? Because you know he's young, but he's very talented. Too. Well, that's what I saw. You know what I'm that right there. You know, young, raw talent that uh, I feel like. It was just so hard to like sign all the popular people, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, Houston. So I was like, well, let me just try to like take on something on my own that way, like start from pretty much the ground zero, you know what I'm saying? And um, I took that on as a challenge to want to do that, so I wouldn't have to chase down all the people who thought they were stars in Houston already, and uh, you know, just do it that way. Yeah. <laughs> So guys, what's it like being on 1501? You know, having a whole team behind you to where like, you know, you guys are on these giant promo runs. All you do is show up. Everything's already planned for you yeah. guys. Facts. It's lit. Well, you know, we move as a unit. So it's like a big family. We argue, we fight, we turn up. You know what I'm saying? We can make good music shit. It's just like you would 
you will with your, your family or, you know. Yeah. So, it's, if I answer the question right, I don't know, but. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure, same thing she said. Uh, I'm the youngest, so shit, I'm like the annoying little brother or whatever they want to call the nigga, but, uh, nah, this shit cool. Like, uh, they be teaching me how to move and all that. It's just go. I just love being around, you know, other people. Just put me on game and shit, so. Yeah. Yeah. So D Bro, talk about this drink up single, man. What was the inspiration going into creating this song? Fucking uh drinking games. Yeah. Uh playing drinking games with females. Then you just keep hearing like drink up and drink the shot. Cause you know people be bullshitting with they, you know, with they shots when they get out the wild. So uh, I had went to the studio the next day and saw it, shout out Sergeant J. Um he he kinda like ran out of creative ideas to like, you know what I'm saying, make a beat. He wasn't really feeling it that day. I was like, hell no, I'm lit right now. Like, I got I'm feeling you know what I'm saying? Let me see your laptop and let me go through your files. Right. So I go through his files for about five minutes. He go like, keep, 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 you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh yeah, if this beat dropped the way I wanted to, then shit, this gonna go. So it did and I just relived the moment from the night before. Yeah. So that's how I came up with it. <laughs> When you were done, did you realize what you were sitting on? Did you know how big this song was going to be? Or what, what, yeah, what was your feeling? Yeah, I think it was me. Uh, shout out Kelly T, too. It was me, Kelly T, and Sergeant. And just after, I was like, man, Carl got to fuck with this. Song. This one <laughs> is it. I played with Carl. He talking about something. Uh, yeah, I didn't like it when I first. You didn't like it at first? <laughs> I walked in and was like, man, turn this shit out, man. <laughs> man, what the hell y'all wasting my time for? You like it, but then, like he said, we have, we you know, we'll have like things at the house where you know we test our music out or whatever. And they should, sure enough, the drinking game came on, and I couldn't think of no other way to make everybody, you know, start to drink up. Yeah. And right when they played that song, it just all clicked in one second. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh shit, okay, this yeah. is going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 so uh, there it is. It was up from that, though, yeah. yeah. It was a go. Were you trying to convince him that, that this was uh, the song? Or he's like, man, just sit with bit, it? Or? A little bit, because it was another song that I was trying to, you know what I'm saying, that I was fucking with too, that y'all gonna hear this shit. But, um, you gotta have a real, you know, real authentic connection yeah, to people, you yeah, know? So yeah. I didn't see that at first until we was in that moment. Then I saw the connection. No, absolutely. <laughs> it was gonna happen eventually. Yeah. You're gonna fuck it. And it looks like the fans eating this shit up too. Yeah, man. they is. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. And Martina, talk about this daddy record. This thing's going crazy right now. Yeah, you know what's so crazy? Daddy been out for since last year. Okay. Um, well, not last year. I, I lied. 2020. I dropped it in March 2020. And yeah. um, it was, it was. I got a beat off. I got out for YouTube. And, uh, you know, I just ran it. And the streams did good. Everybody loved it. But it just, I ain't, you know, had that push behind it. So, you know, once I got with the label, we kind of just redid everything. Re, you know, fixed it, reconstructed it, and put it back out. And, Everybody love it, you know, now, now the world listens to it, so, you know. I got in the booth, I sung that after the club, you know, my, I hit up my producer, so I'm about to come to the studio. And um, it was an idea I already had in my head, and then I just did it. And um, I recorded that song, and about a, well, I did it in like an hour, now we did it in about two hours total. So, like, that song right there was one of them ones I just ain't have no trouble doing, you know, because, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. how does it feel to actually, you know, knowing you had this record that was a hit, that yeah. now it finally is starting to get out there like that? Um, I didn't look at it as a hit then, you know. Hmm. I'm one of the people who obsessed with my songs after I do them. I'm, I like listen to them over and over and over. And so I kept listening to it. And I was like, 
I, I let other people listen to it, and they said it was a hit, but I just didn't believe in it like I do now. You know what I'm saying? So that's why. Uh, but yeah, he liked it a lot, shit. So he was like, yeah, we about to push this. So now I'm starting to see like the people listening to it and they reaction to it and they fucking with it. So it's making me a believer. Yeah. You know, sometimes you gotta see it because mm -hmm. I record a lot of music. And I be thinking certain songs is hits and everybody be like, nah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's one of them ones. How's Atlanta been reacting to it this past week since you've been performing it a lot? They've been vibing with it. Yeah. They've been really vibing. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. I've been seeing a lot of cameras, a lot of phones. I'm getting tagged in a lot of posts, like people doing challenges and dancing to it on TikTok. <laughs> and so it's, it's, been, it's been doing real good. Yeah. So, yeah. Any plans for a remix? You know, I was already thinking about that. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who to put on it. So, yeah, definitely I'm thinking of a remix, hopefully sooner than later, okay. like February-ish, I don't know. But, yeah. Just in time for the EP, right? You know, uh, just in time. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what's your creative process? Do you write or do you just freestyle and punch in? or Both, depending okay. on how I'm feeling. Lately, you know, I've been just kind of like going in there and hearing myself on the, on the beat. And sometimes I just come up with that melody and then I come up with the words after. Or I, I might just say something and if it, we keep it. We just, you know, it just yeah. depends. So, but I do write. I write my own music. Uh, but I do work with writers too. Just, you know, because I feel like, you know, more brains is better than one. You know, you can get in the room with three people and y'all might come up with the number one hit on the billboard. And, you know, that's what I'm here for. So I don't know. But, yeah, that's definitely true. real versatile with creating. So, yeah. So what should we expect from this EP? Is it going to be more of an R&B vibe since it's dropping Valentine's? Yeah, okay. it is. I'm giving the ladies something, you know. I'm trying to bring love back in the atmosphere. It's a lot of beef going on, a lot of shots fired. I just feel like I, we need more babies. So I'm, just, <laughs> I'm bringing love. That's it. So, yeah. Do you have a title picked out for the EP yet? I don't. It's one of the things where you got to listen to it and then come up with a name, you know. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Any features you plan to put on there? Or it's all you. Um, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. I'm gonna have. To, I like. So I like to surprise people now, cause I've learned that just giving people too much sometimes is just too much. So y'all yeah. gonna see. Okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and Deep Raw, Golden Child, is that gonna be the name of the project? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what should we expect from this one? Man, y'all gonna hear like a lot of like I'm I'm versatile too, so y'all gonna hear like a lot of different sounds from me. More so. Uh, Melodic, you know, like up to bum melodic, a little bop to it, you know what I'm saying? Still turn up music on it. You're going to get a little bit of everything on that. Yeah. Uh, who are some of the producers you've been working with? 
uh, Sergeant. Um, I just worked with uh, Chapin in London. I was K Kemp producer. Okay. Uh, Ace Charisma. That's Lil Migo producer. I was working with uh, Dodo. Um, I think that's about it. Okay. What about feature wise? Plan to put anyone on there? You got some yeah, I got some, I got some people on there. I got some people on there for sure. I'm gonna surprise y'all just like she said, cause there's some, there's some shit on there for sure. Yeah. Um, talk about this record with Guapo, man. I, I really fuck with this record, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. How'd that whole thing come about? Uh, we set it up. Uh, uh, she set it up, and we got in the studio. We was just vibing. So as you cook up the beat, we just knocked it out and shot the video in like two hours after we recorded it. Oh, really? Everything yeah, was just so Perfect. quick, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. everybody's going up, so. Yeah, absolutely. You plan to put that on the tape, or was that just kind of like a Yeah, scene? I think that's going to go on. I think I'm going to put that on there. So. Okay. Um, so what's some of the goals you guys got set for 2022? I'm trying to hit that billboard. I'm trying to get my plaque, you know, by the end of the year. I'm trying to, um, you know, Grammys, red carpet events, you know, all trying of to, you know, I'm wars, trying to be a you know, part of it all. Yeah. yeah. That's my goal, to be great at all times, nah, every year. That. Yeah. Yep. Elevation, elevation. That's yeah. my goal for this year, you know, just to elevate over everything. <laughs> Who's some of the other uh, artists you plan to push this year, Carl? Oh, these two, like I say, Smoothie got there. We got another artist at home. My name is Thunder Bam. So those are my four artists that I have to the label right now. And we're just going to be pushing them throughout the year and just, you know, seeing what takes off for us as a company. Because we, like we say, we want to put more, more points on the board, you know, more plaques on the wall and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. All right, you guys got any shout outs you'd like to give before we wrap it up here? Um, shout out to Houston. Shout out to Houston. Shout out to Ohio. Yeah. Shout out to my family. Yeah. Shout out to my kids right now. I love y'all. <laughs> Shout out to everybody who supports 1501 family. Y'all keep supporting us because you know we need yeah. all the support we can get. Yeah. And we appreciate you for having me. Especially yeah, having me back. Out. You yeah, know, no problem. Off the getting bus. into this new mode y'all got with this uh performance thing. You yeah. know, keep letting us know the cutting edge stuff that's going on. Gotta yeah. stay ahead of the curve yeah. these days. Yeah. You know yeah. all about yeah. that crowd. <laughs> That's too bad. Y'all can follow, you know what I'm saying, the page. Oh, at 1501 certified ENT. Y'all can follow me on Instagram at d.rawwfish. And I'm going to let Martina talk. And then you can follow me on IG at Original Martina Marie, all one word. And then you can go Google Martina Marie because everything else is going to pop up. Thank you for Let's do it. Yep. Daddy ain't interested in these other bitches. Know that he got him a better one. Daddy gon' let me ride it. Daddy ain't treating me like I'm a shot. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.